Hey, what's going on, people? How you doing? We switch voices in my head to the future. So, here is our new subject tonight. It is from Nightline, and it's talking about, in quotation fingers, well, I'm going to just give it to this, and we're going to just jump into this, and we're going to talk about what this is after. I wanted to say it was one thing, but I don't want to say it is what it is, but now they changed the name on it. And I hope I'm not confusing my members here, but here we go. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. I'm Kira Phillips. Tonight, the rise of a far-reaching, far-right conspiracy theory, once finding a haven online and now expanding its footprint into the real world. Here is Nightline co-anchor Juju Chang. Boston, Massachusetts, a rally protesting a flu vaccine mandate. But blending into the crowd, something else, a Q symbol. Here it is again in Minnesota, greeting the president at the airport on his way to a campaign stop. And here at a Blue Lives Matter rally in Brooklyn. Do is everybody. We don't know who particularly Q is. Q is a, a movement. A wild, conspiracy-based movement known as QAnon. They first appeared in the public eye at Trump rallies in 2018. Tomorrow the headlines will be massive protests. Their profile slowly growing over the last two years, culminating with this moment in the White House two weeks ago. The president being asked directly inside the briefing room. Thank you very much. About those QAnon supporters. The cause of the theory is this belief that you are secretly saving the world from this satanic cult of pedophiles and cannibals. Does that sound like something you are behind? I haven't heard that, but uh, is that supposed to be a bad thing or a good thing? I mean, you know, if, uh, if I can help save the world from problems, I'm willing to do it. The letter Q may be one of the least used letters in the English language, but for followers of QAnon or Q Anonymous theory, it's a doorway into something called the Deep State, a baseless idea that claims a secret powerful network is working to promote its own hidden evil agenda and that Donald Trump is doing all he can to stop them. The movement now leaping from echo chambers of social media to headlines in the news. It's called QAnon, a fringe conspiracy theory. Retweet of an article by a QAnon conspiracy theorist. QAnon's grown so fast. And it's caught fire with followers all over the nation, inspiring a few to take dangerous actions. Cops are after me. Uploaded on social media, leading them to be charged with major crimes. It's even attracting would-be politicians. Q is a patriot. He is someone that is very much loves his country. Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia won her primary last month, all but assuring her a seat in Congress, receiving a congratulatory tweet from the president himself. Nineteen Republicans running for office have expressed some sort of support for the Q theory, according to the media watchdog group Media Matters.
The broad narrative of QAnon is that the world is controlled by a satanic cabal of Satan-worshipping pedophiles. And this cabal, they control everything. This includes uh, the media and uh, entertainment and politicians. They'll start maybe setting up their own... Travis View has been tracking the group since its inception and hosts his own podcast called the QAnon Anonymous Podcast. There's nothing wrong with believing crazy things necessarily. There are lots of crazy conspiracy theories about Bigfoot and Area 51. The problem is that these these uh, these people they are being radicalized in the sense that it becomes a major part of their life. Followers believe that Q is an actual figure or figures within the U.S. government holding Q-level security clearance. Q is a real clearance level within the energy department, but from there, the story leaps into dark and outlandish places. For example, they say that Q communicates with them by posting cryptic ciphers online because he has access to all the deepest, darkest secrets in the U.S. and wants to expose them. This includes wild, fake theories of prominent politicians running a child sex trafficking ring or that JFK Jr. was assassinated by Hillary Clinton. These far-out claims run the gamut. But Jared Holt from Right Wing Watch, an organization that monitors right-wing extremism, says these claims have now begun impacting reality. What the QAnon movement does is they take that grain of truth warp it and twist it into their existing worldview and narratives. It's a movement that has inspired some of its followers to commit really egregious criminal actions. So Trump's statements about QAnon, speaking favorably of them, I fear, as having watched this for so long, is incredibly dangerous. QAnon's debunked theories have gained so much traction that social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter have been forced to take action, removing thousands of QAnon-related accounts off their platforms. Though a recent analysis by the site Intelligence Group, a monitor for online extremists, alleges some are trying to reform pages under codenames. Give us a sense of how popular you think it is now. You know, it's very difficult. There's really no reliable poll about the size of the QAnon community. There's some analysis which shows that there is a presence of QAnon in, uh, in uh, 71 countries. In a memo, the FBI described the group as a potential domestic terror threat, citing several acts of violence linked to followers, including when an armed man in an armored vehicle blocked a highway near the Hoover Dam. He eventually pled guilty to terrorism charges. Where I think they're starting to cross the line is that their ideology and their rhetoric are, are becoming more violent. Eric Jackson is a former FBI agent who specialized in terrorism. There's a form of terrorism, you know, that I think is broadly referred to as lone wolf terrorism, right? Is QAnon that type of inspiration potentially? I think they are. What makes that individual difficult and where QAnon may uh, be a foundation for those type of individuals. They're operating uh, beneath the radar. They're using a social media to uh, to gather their ideology. Most recently, some people who appear to be Q followers have taken matters into their own hands. If you truly believe that they are doing these satanic evil things. On June 9th, Alpalus Sliman posted this video to his Facebook. Once the facts are out, that was just a theory. 
that's a fact. Two days later, I'm not driving like a madman. Slyman gathered five of his children into a vehicle, allegedly throwing their mother out of the car after being convinced she was trafficking their children and sparking a near hour-long chase with police, which he live-streamed on Facebook. Slyman calls out, asking President Trump for help. Donald Trump, I need a miracle or something. Somebody cue in and help me. He was eventually stopped, arrested, and charged with three counts of felony reckless conduct. It's a dramatic escalation for a movement that first found its footing four years ago in 2016, stemming from the entirely absurd and false story known as Pizzagate. When this Washington, D.C. pizza parlor suddenly became the center of a completely untrue conspiracy, claiming the Clintons were running a sex trafficking ring in its non-existent basement. And an armed man showed up at the front door to take action. It's a lot of the founding claims and founding ideas that QAnon is built on can be traced back to uh, Pizzagate. A QAnon came along and built a, you know, kind of a Pizzagate on steroids. The theory then found a home on the online platform 4chan in 2017, spreading like wildfire with users who eagerly anticipated Q predictions, such as the one that promised Hillary Clinton's imminent arrest. To be clear, this couldn't be further from the truth. They've developed a lot of excuses as to why Q's predictions always fail. They say, for example, misinformation is necessary. They think that Q was trying to trick this global cabal. And it involves the whole Space Force and possible alien life, uh, like pedophiles, uh, you know, and it just seeks to tie all of that together. We first met Melissa Dietrich and Dave Buffamoyer at this Trump rally in August 2018. Melissa has voted for Obama in the past. But at the time, they dabbled in the early stages of QAnon, building a following of 20,000 on social media. And they're very cryptic sort of messages that require a level of deciphering. We do some of that, but a lot of times we just rely on what people that we call the Anons. Today, they are still ardent believers. Q's just trying to wake people up to the problem. If you believe like we do, we think humanity is literally at stake here. Now the movement has even manifested into our nation's politics. Green, that GOP candidate for Congress from Georgia, posted this video about Q in 2017. He's on the same page as us and he is very pro-Trump. Green reversed her pro-Q stance last month, saying that once she started finding misinformation, she decided she would choose another path. This should be the make California great again. But a few congressional candidates still give some QAnon allegations credibility. Mike Cargyle is fighting an uphill battle for a Southern California congressional seat. Do you believe in this conspiracy theory that there is a Satan-worshipping global cabal uh, who are pedophiles and that that is somehow covered up by this deep state? So I give the allegation credibility. I don't know if this is true or not. I feel my responsibility as a congressional candidate is to know everything. What's on the horizon? What are people thinking? I started checking into it and a lot of it I agreed with. And there are some fringe elements I don't agree with. Do you ever feel it's irresponsible to support QAnon's conspiracy theories when experts say there's no evidence that it's real? See, everything you said there is not true. There is evidence to the contrary that some of these things alleged are true. And I would say 
What's really intriguing to me is I guess just because sex intrigue. trafficking is real doesn't mean the conspiracy theory around it is. Well, I think there's plenty of evidence out there. I keep getting sent heinous videos all the time of children being trafficked. The difference is not that child sex trafficking doesn't exist, but that there is a deep state conspiracy that is trafficking in these young children. I don't have a doubt in my mind that this exists. And I would say those who deny that exists prove me wrong then. Because if I'm right and the Q crowd is right about this, then I'm so thankful that they're shedding light on this at this time. And that if that's the great awakening, then so be it. For a movement built around Trump as a savior figure, the president's refusal to publicly disavow the group seems to be a rallying cry. When he makes little statements, little overtures, little retweets that seem to affirm something, I'd believe it. And our thanks to Juju. And coming up next, breaking down conspiracy and campaign 2020 with our political analysts, Rahm Emanuel and Sarah Fagan. Damn, is that crazy? Is that crazy? I mean, checking y'all. Sorry. I thought I could get past this and eat my food, my my dinner. But anyway, um, how serious is that? You know what? I'm going to pause this until we can get to the next thing. This was just... See, let me tell you what I'm doing. I'm venturing in from my old voices in my head and we're going to the future. This was voices in my head. But now we're going to the future. The future is strong. I had to change it because it was so bad. <coughs> Excuse me. I got a smoker's cough. I've been talking about my smoker's cough. So if you hear me cough, don't think I got it. Anyway. I'm going to get out of here. I love you guys. You be safe and take care of yourself. Remember, ultimately, this was voices in my head. So go back and listen to our last shows. This is the future. I love you guys. I'm out.